Derek and Steve present You heard it here second Welcome to episode 163 of You Heard It Here Second. I am Derek. And I am Steve. And we are back after a little bit of a hiatus. Steve, how's it going? Derek, it's going great. It's great to be back. It is. Uh, it I, is. We were just talking. I feel like it uh, It wasn't as long in between. It didn't feel as long in between podcasts. As it, as it was. As it was. It was long. As it actually was. It, it, yeah. was, it was quite a bit of time. Yes. And we're going to cover a little bit of that before we get started. But uh, yeah. but we're back and that's what matters. Um and you're in a so, new new location, recording I'm from in a, a new, new location, spot. recording from Arlington, Massachusetts for the first time, uh, moving in with my girlfriend, Catherine. She's in the background. If you hear any background noise, blame it on her. Um, but yeah, new new setup here, new recording, no uh, sirens and honking outside my window anymore. So yeah. that'll be nice and good. You definitely so, sound so you more suburban. Totally. Can you, you could hear it. You can hear it. Yeah. Yeah. You're just um, jollier. <laughs> <laughs> Much more relaxed, you know. Much more relaxed. Um, and but so, yearning, yearning for activity. Exactly, exactly <laughs> yeah, right. You and so the that's, city that's life. really the re- that's really the reason that we're we're doing this now. You miss so. the hustle and the bustle. <laughs> um, so last time we recorded episode one sixty two, the the landscape of everything was a lot different. Um, mm-hmm. Our two favorite sports teams that were currently in action were in the championship rounds of their respective sports, and since then they both lost. And our only teams that are in action now both stink. So there's a lot of different scenarios going on than the last time yes, we talked we have full we'll, 180 we'll go through it all <laughs> yeah. um but so before we start into uh the sports section today we're gonna uh kick it off with first i think you want to do a shout out to kick off I the show do want to do a shout out um i would like to do the very first i would like to be the first person to shout this person out on a podcast ricardo con nicholas uh my cousin luke longtime listener uh guest at some points Yep. Um, one of my best friends of all time, if not my best, just had it. And, and his beautiful wife, Ellie, just had a child. And his name is Ricardo Con Nicholas. He's Ricardo. About, a, about a month old. He's the cutest baby in the world. He already loves me. You can tell he's like obsessed nice. with me. It's nice. It's weird. Um, but yeah, shout out Ricardo Con, uh, Ricky Con, Cardi C, mm. bunch of good nicknames. Ricky Nick. Ricky Nick, uh, yeah. Slick Rick, a lot of good names for him. We'll, we'll, we'll workshop all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he's not even a month old, so <laughs> plenty of nicknames to come. But yeah, exactly. Shout out and shout out to you, Luke and Ellie. Uh, beautiful baby and congrats. There you go. So congrats to Luke and Ellie. Um, and Ricardo. And, you have to call, for, and Uncle for Steve. Us. And congrats to and me, Uncle Steve. Uncle Steve. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, so. So yeah, so I, so you're gonna be you're gonna be Uncle Steve for the rest of the show if I can remember to call you that. Um, I like so, it. I don't love it. <laughs> yeah, I like yeah. being Uncle Steve. I don't like you being the first person to call me Uncle Steve. Gotcha. Oh, oh, well, <laughs> yeah. true, true, true. I, I assume that I assume Ricardo could already say it, but no, no. Um, so uh, so there you go. There, there's the the uh, show opening shout out. Um, the next part before we go into all the sports topics that we have today, traveling. Right. Well, the it's been a big hiatus since our last episode, and part of the reason was that both of us were on the go. So, do you want to talk about your travels first, or do you want me to go first? I'm gonna let you this go. It's like first. the final drive at yeah. the beginning. This is the yeah, final exactly. drive at the beginning. Um, of the show. The, the, I want to go drive. second, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, for my travel, uh, I was uh, kind of close to Steve for a little while. Uh, I was in Orlando, which is where 
uh, we took a cruise out of Orlando. That's weird. Because uh, Orlando's le- like in the center sorry, of the yes, state. Yes, 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 yes. Sorry. That, I, that is a, I spoke incorrectly there. We flew to Orlando and it was about 45 minutes away at Port Canaveral. But okay. it's kind of funny because they, they label it as leaving out of Orlando. which And then every time you say it, someone's like, how's the ship leave out of Orlando? That, that must be a rocky ride on the first yeah. day, right? Um, no. So out of Port Canaveral. Um, but we were on the Carnival Mardi Gras. Uh, and this one was we, we you as Steve knows we I've done uh, cruises before with my family uh, several times in past years but this time we had a bigger group as uh, Catherine my girlfriend was there my brother's girlfriend Dana was there and uh, one of my cousin's friends was there as well so a little bit of a bigger uh, group than normal uh, seven days to uh, make the Caribbean islands making stops at uh, Amber Cove in the Dominican Republic uh, San Juan Puerto Rico and Grand Turk in Turks and Caicos wow. um, Good stops, good weather, uh, some travel issues on the way back, not for me, but for my family. Um, but of course, great week uh, going on the cruise, having a bunch of drinks, a bunch of sun, a bunch of uh, food and no worries at all. So nothing. Bad. I know you've been like, on a cruise once, Steve, right? I, pff, cruises are amazing, but I will tell you this. <laughs> I went on a cruise pre-COVID. Post-COVID, yeah. I'm still in that. Is, the cruise mm. the, is, is a cruise the craziest thing you can do? in a still COVID world, like explain, was there any COVID scare? What was the precautions? What happened? Yeah. So, um, I think that we are just past it enough that I didn't feel like the craziest person in the world. Um, but that said, I, so far on my cousin's side two or three people already have, uh, tested positive since getting back. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, assume presumably got it on the cruise. Um, the, I had it, you know, within the last two months before going. So I, I might've still had the immunity there. Yeah. Um, but as far as the, the regulations and stuff go, you did have to show a negative test within the past two days or sorry, three days, three days, if you were vaccinated two days, if not, um, to get on the ship. And so from what I could tell that was being checked. Um, although, you know, we, you did just kind of upload it and it was approved fairly quickly. Like, I'm not yeah. sure how much validation went on there, but it wasn't instant. Like they, somebody, did look at it and sort of review to see if it was a valid negative test and vaccination was required unless you had a, uh, some type of an exemption. So, you know, people were, our party anyway, was, was still pretty nervous leading up to the week, right? Like if you do happen to pop a negative, uh, positive test, like even if you felt fine, it's like, there it goes, the vacation. Go, right. Yeah. And so there it goes. And so luckily everybody tested negative, uh, on the way in, but, uh, you know, precautions on the ship were relatively, limited, I would say like their masking wasn't really required once you were on the vacation. Right. Um, they had a lot of messaging about the islands requiring it, but ultimately, you know, it was like the messaging said, like, you're going to be required to wear your mask at the beach, like on Turks and Caicos, like yeah. that ob- obviously was not true. Like nobody yeah. was doing that. So, yeah. um, the precautions once you were there were pretty minimal. I would say they were fairly thorough on the way there. Um, but yeah, so we'll see. It looks like I dodged it so far, but I guess, you know, might have another day to go just to make sure it wasn't, you know, on the way back or in the airport or anything like that. So, well, um, but overall, great time. So good. Well, quick recovery to those that got it. And uh, yes, knock on wood, you don't get it. Yep. Um, so. I was in Italy, Derek. Wow. Italy. Buongiorno. Buonasera. <laughs> Grazie. Uh, I learned all the Italian phrases. Perfect. Yeah. We did Rome. So Kelsey, my girlfriend, works for uh, Explorica, which is a travel company. She was there for work. I met her on the back end, five oh, days nice. in Italy. Rome and Florence. Have you been mm-hmm. to either of them? I have not. No, it's on my list for sure. Beautiful cities. We And yeah. it was five days because she couldn't spend a month in Europe. I needed to be back quick. So right. we crammed everything in. L- literally everything was was done in five <laughs> days. 
the full Vatican Museum, the St. Peter's Basilica, Trevi Fountain, Tour of the Colosseum, Tour of the Roman Forum. Then Florence, we saw the David, we saw the Duomo, uh, we did the Pantheon, we, we had unlimited wine and cheese and pasta. Nice. Um, nice. It was truly, truly an incredible experience. Really, really, really fun. Did not feel like a vacation. It felt like a, I hadn't been on a European trip since pre-COVID. So like yeah, a yeah. lot of, I fe- it almost felt like a, like the amazing race. You know, I was there. Like, well, yeah. exactly. I'm like, I got to see everything. <laughs> Who knows if I'm coming back? It's been so, you know, I just yeah, yeah. crammed everything in. Um, but really, really cool cities. Rome is a gigantic old world city, ruins everywhere, mm-hmm. um, all concrete. There's barely any grass, really cool little, uh, things called Nassonis, which are running water, water fountains okay. all around the city. They just spit out cold spring water. So even though mm-hmm. it was blazing hot and Europe has no idea how to handle above 90 degree heat, yeah. um, the, the Nassonis helped. And then Florence was very walkable, very cute, also very concrete. Um, but no Nassoni, so it was extremely hot. Right. And, um, yeah, that's, that's last I'll say about Italy. Beautiful, beautiful, um, time. I will say a lot of graffiti. I think that's just mm, Europe in general. Just yeah, every yeah. single surface has, and not even nice graffiti. You know, you see like a mural here or there, or someone like tries to draw a picture. Yeah. It's tagging, you know, it's just mm. a scribbled signature everywhere, right. everywhere. Yeah. Um, so that I didn't love, but. Yeah, Otherwise, someone's gonna send Banksy out there. I think Banksy is out there. There's some weird like oh, Banksy yeah. ones, yeah, yeah. But there's no imitators. Everyone's just right, like, right. That's cool, Banksy. Here's like a <laughs> scribble, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, um, nice. really fun. I had a blast, and now I'm back to the real world in America, and it's boring. Yeah, it's and, a, I, and I hate it, it. Yeah, it's a it's a harsh it's a harsh uh, landing back in reality for sure. Totally. Um, but what can we do? At, at least it's still summer. We got got a, yes, a little longer right, left of summer, summer, and. And we have football season coming up. So that's thank, another thing to look forward to. Thank God. We need so, it. So without further ado, let's nice go segue. <laughs> right into it with sports. The Monster Jam. All righty. So uh, sports topic here. Uh, I see that you gave it a nice little name, which I agree with wholeheartedly, which is summertime sadness. Yeah. Um, I feel like from we're a sports in that, perspective. Totally. We're in that weird, yeah. that weird dead spot in the year where there's only mid season baseball (laughs) and there's exactly. And we're so, and and that's kind of what I think makes it for us summertime sadness, right? Because this, this dead time of the year in the years that your team is competing for a world series, this like completes the, it completes the arc, right? It's like, it's like you have like the full handoffs, like almost like the full calendar year as a handoff with something that you're intrigued by and interested in. And baseball is the best too in the summer. Cause like, in the summer yeah. you're doing stuff, you're out and about, but like, it's good to have it on in the background or it's good to like totally. come home on a day you don't have anything and flip it on. And if your team's in it, immediately something to root for. Yeah. And it's always on, you know, it's a great thing to have unless your team stinks, which, yeah. which for me more than you, but yeah, really for, for both sure. of us in this division, our teams stink. So our teams uh, stink and they didn't stink to begin with. They right. recently stink. They've each spent time like being. Uh, well, no, neither has spent time as the as the top you know team in the division because the Yankees have been out of the gate and really uh, running away with it. But mm-hmm. each team spent a lot of time as like a premier wild card team and like someone who was like this team is on the up, like gonna gonna turn it around. Like the Red Sox had a horrible start and then they went like 
23 and six or something in June. And it was like, wow, okay, they're back. And then they had an absolutely atrocious July and that has only continued. And then I haven't followed the Rays as closely, but I know that they're in fourth out of five uh, ahead of the Red Sox. But just so, and the thing is the other, uh, the Orioles who stink are now good and the Blue Jays who stunk are now good. (laughs) And so it's just tough to watch. I, I, I do think both of our teams still have a chance. I don't want to spend too much time talking about mid-season yeah. baseball because it is what it is. Yeah, right. Um, right. But I don't know. It's it's a sad time. Summertime sadness. Yeah, summertime, yeah. summertime sadness. sadness. The, the only thing I'll add about the, the whole uh, both of our teams and baseball situation, which I think needs to be called out, is just the absolute absurdity of Chris Sale. And oh his, yeah, and his injury situation. I will say, I'm I mean, so so happy that he hasn't turned into this massive Red Sox All Star because I feel like he was yeah. born and bred to be a Boston Red Sox. You know, he's yeah. he's gritty. He like pushes back. He like doesn't give yeah. a crap about the media or this yeah. or that. Rips the TVs um, off the wall when he has right. a bad outing. <laughs> right. Rips up jerseys when he doesn't like them. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And now he's just kind of. I mean, he's I mean, good still. He just hasn't been able to. He's good when he's on the mound. Yeah. But it's like, there's some crazy stat. He's pitched like 42 innings since signing that, you know, five year, $130 million contract. And, uh, that's over the first three seasons. Like it's been, this is the third season of that deal. And he's thrown like 42 innings. It's like, his ERA is great in those 42 innings, but it doesn't really help you a lot. Uh, and then, so just to, just to fill anybody in, in his first start back, or sorry, second start back after like a very long road to recovery, he had Tommy John surgery last year. He broke his ribs in training camp. Then he gets finally back. Second, throws five shutout innings in his first game back. So it's like, all right, look, like he's back. Like maybe we can make a run here. Second game, first inning, back in his second game, takes a line drive, just immediately breaks his pinky finger. Line drive right back to the mound. Um, then, it, like you know, Heim Bloom, the Red Sox general manager, indicates it looks like he's going to come back this year, and he breaks his wrist in a bike accident, a bicycle is, accident, not like a nuts. not like a motorcycle, like a bicycle. Yeah. Uh, so that is, you just get what you get, I guess. With Chris yeah, Sale you get what you get. I, it it needs to be pointed out that he is seven feet tall and one hundred ten yeah. pounds. Yeah, it, I am not. Is I am not surprised. <laughs> I am not surprised that his bones are breaking like glass. <laughs> <You know? laughs> that is true. That is true. So, so anyway, sadness on the baseball front. Um, but as I mentioned, football season is on the way. So we have a few topics to go over with football. Uh, obviously, just uh, literally today, some of the NFL preseason games are, are starting to kick off. There's three games uh, of preseason now as opposed to four, which there used to be. Um, this is the second year of that format. So not a ton of time until the regular season kickoff. But we'll start with and m- maybe we'll only we'll probably only briefly touch on the other topics. But the big topic is the Miami Dolphins situation where the Miami Dolphins were slammed with uh, um, penalties on their tampering situation, uh, uh, penalized a first round pick and a whole bunch of fine money and their G- their owner and GM suspended and all the, the whole the whole deal that you usually get with the big um, kind of wrongdoings in the NFL as an organization. The whole thing stems from the Brian Flores uh, lawsuit, as well as the tampering allegations with Tom Brady, of all people. Yeah. Um, so the Bucks, uh, sorry, the uh, the Dolphins, uh, you know, uh, found wrong in tampering with Tom Brady while he was, I think, while he was on the Patriots, if I yeah, remember correctly. I think that's right. Um, and then potentially also while he was on the Bucks, if I if I didn't get the full story there, but um, it began when he had not even left the Patriots yet and was still going on 
during his little retirement last year, apparently. So um, lots to that story. Um, but what is your initial take from the Bucks standpoint? We don't really need to talk about it from the Dolphins. They got they got hit with a big penalty. There's a whole side story about the Flores and tanking angle, which we can talk about probably another time. But what is your take as a Bucks fan with Brady as your quarterback? Does it uh, it probably it, feels weird, but what is your thought? You are right. It feels weird. And I don't know how to describe it because the first two seasons with Brady are this amazing, magical experience where you're the whole world's talking about you and you're winning a Super Bowl and all the best players are coming to play for you. And it's, that's all still happening. But now it feels l- less like magical and more like, oh, does he want to be here? Or like, yeah. was did he retire to try to, you know, because the, they didn't release any information. They like they mm-hmm. kept everything hush-hush, the investigation. So like tampering isn't just a one-way street. It wasn't like Tom yeah. Brady was tampered with for three years and then... <laughs> and he's like, leave me alone. <laughs> and he's finally then finally reported it, you know, like... It, you kind of leave the door open for stuff like that, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. And he didn't get penalized, which is strange. Um, so there is a, a there is this weird, like gray. I wouldn't say dark cloud, but like gray cloud over the Bucks starting training camp. And mm-hmm. Brady just took a, um, a leave of absence for personal reasons. He's gonna be gone for the entire preseason. I'm assuming yeah. it's just like built into the contract. I'm like, he's like, I'm old. I want to yeah. be with my family. Leave me alone. Yeah, um, <laughs> I don't need to play in the preseason. <laughs> but all of this stuff coming out yeah. and the weirdness of his retirement and unretirement, mm-hmm. I don't know where the connections are, but it feels like they're all connected. You know, it yeah. feels like then Br- um, uh, BA, uh, Br- Bruce Arians getting um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. fired or moved to, to front office, the tampering. It just all of this together feels it's, weird. Yeah. I, I don't have enough investigate investigative background to to put all the pieces together but <laughs> i wouldn't be surprised yeah. if we find out more um and it's not all like happy jolly it's like icky and weird so yeah i agree that's my take i still love everything about tom brady being on my football team but mm-hmm. the dolphins thing is is hits a little too close to home yeah I, that's a good way to put it i think because and i was curious how you thought about it ultimately look what sunday comes around first first week of the season doesn't matter. Like, yeah. like Tom Brady's on the a, field for your team. Like, maybe it's a forty it. chess move. You know, maybe yeah. it's like a yeah. hey, I can fake tamper and then help my old buddy yeah. Belichick uh, with, <laughs> in, with a division rival. You know, yeah, <laughs> that would be hilarious. <laughs> you sound like a New Englander right now. <laughs> that's <laughs> but, how. That's how it goes. But uh, but no, I mean, yeah, I, I think uh, it probably. I, I can totally see that leaving a little bit of a weird taste. It, I agree with you. Obviously we don't know how the pieces are connected. We don't know what really happens there, but like it does feel too much. Like there's no way it's just coincidental, right? Like the, we all thought the retirement thing was a little weird once we found out it wasn't real. Right. And so it's like, why? And even, even before we found out it wasn't real, it, it, there was that feeling of like, we know who Tom Brady is. Like this doesn't feel right. Like this doesn't feel like he's like, you know what? I don't have the competitive fire anymore. And then he's like, actually, never mind. I do, you know, like that's <laughs> not, that's not Tom Brady at all. Right. Like, like he, like, and so it does kind of lend itself to this, you know, was this a weird play with some weird leverage he was trying to get? Like, I don't know. So, so I can see it leaving a little bit of a bad taste, but at the same time, push comes to shove. Once the season's underway, I think this is going to be under the bridge and maybe later sometime it'll come out and it's like, whatever, but there is nobody probably in the world better at putting on a smile and being like, you know what? I, like 
that's a don't listen to that noise like i love it here no one's better than tom brady at that so true so like so so, so you might never find out if that was really his intention or not and it's probably best if you don't just like he's, you know enjoy it it's a good point he is so good at sweeping things under the rug yeah like yeah so good at deflecting yeah uh, and he just maintains this this high value brand with all yeah. this weird controversy you know he's he's come into some real controversy Inflate gate, tampering, the Trump friendship. Like there's there's a lot of things that can bring him down. And he's like, nope, moving along. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. Yeah. Yeah. He's just like, nope, no thanks with that. (laughs) So, so there you go. There's the the dolphin situation. Anything else you want to add on that? No, I mean the dolphin, uh, I have dolphin, I have friends who are dolphins fans. I won't be too rude, but it's actually irrelevant for us in the league (laughs) for the next year. It is a big penalty. It's first round and third round. But, and I do like the um, Dolphins head coach, that weird nerd. The oh yeah yeah I forget his name, but yeah get, yeah he's like yeah uh, he's way too num he's numbers driven. <laughs> he just like yeah. speaks in numbers. He's a weird yeah. guy, but yeah uh, I like it. He's gonna so. he's gonna bring saber magic yeah. to football. So yeah, it's true. It'll be interesting to see. They have a lot of speed on that team, so we'll see if they can actually translate it into into points. But no punts, <laughs> no punts ever. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, so a few other quick hitters, uh, Julio Jones, uh, signs with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He's been apparently that? looking pretty good in camp. Uh, you know, he's uh, been looking great. Definitely he, on the latter stage of his career, but excited to have him. I love it. He, he strikes yeah. me as like a Larry Fitzgerald, like a guy yeah. put in a lot of good years, never really got the team he deserved. He went to the Super Bowl once, but didn't get should have won it. his team, the Super Bowl should have won his team, the Super Bowl m- made the catch that should have gone down as one of the best Super Bowl catches ever. I don't know if yep. you remember the play I'm talking about, but at the sideline, just like the the dagger, it, it was the dagger. Like if yeah. the if the Falcons don't choke that away, that was a dagger, bet one of the best Super Bowl catches of all time, and it it will be forgotten. But yeah. he's he was incredible, and so I he's definitely an upgrade in the locker room from Antonio Brown. Uh, I'd <laughs> you know what I'd, say I'd much rather uh, Antonio Brown just came out with a wild yeah. tweet today. <laughs> Maybe we should bring that up at some point. But, um, <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I'm happy. He looks he looks great in camp. He's going to be our third best receiver, and it's Julio freaking Jones. Yeah, um, yeah. And he's easy to root for. So I'm, yeah, for sure. I, I don't know the veterans like that, like Brady and, and Julio and Leonard Fournette, like these guys who've been in the league forever. Yeah, really, really get it, and I think they work hard and and want to win. So yeah, I'm happy about it. There you go. Um, so Julio Jones, uh, two other quick hitters, Baker Mayfield to the Panthers. Uh, and coincidentally, Deshaun Watson on the Browns, uh, they face each other in week one, although Deshaun Watson will be suspended for that. So a f- yeah. bunch of layers to that story. But uh, take that as all one. Any any thoughts on on that whole everything that transpired there? And, you know, I, I honestly want to hear any of it relevant to you. No, yeah. I want to hear your thoughts. I, I, the, the Panthers thing is only relevant because they're a Bucks rival. Yeah, I, I like I like watching Baker. I think he's fun to watch. I think he throws a lot of picks. So it'll be fun to yeah. like. Uh, see our defense out there. I, I don't know. Is he going to start over Darnold? I don't know. Um, I think Baker Mayfield will win the job, but I think it's not. It doesn't really move the needle for the Panthers, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, so there's that. I mean, the Deshaun Watson thing is a whole conversation that we kind of yeah. didn't. We kind of missed on the podcast, but I just don't uh, know. I don't want to like. Oh, I don't want to say something I don't really know. Like my gut yeah. says, well, it's only six games. Six games is enough for being like that. Is sexu- my gut as didn't well? He, like, didn't he sexually harass people? Like I don't know the full story. 
Yeah. My but gut would say that for every open sexual assault case you have against you, maybe one game is a, right, is a good starting least, point for, for each one. one. Yeah. You know, what is it, like um, would be my or, thought. <laughs> I, think yeah, it's like 20, I think it was like 24 or something. Uh, and, you know, we go down this road every time, every single time that an NFL player is reprimanded and punished for their actions, their conduct off the field. Every time we're and this is the NFL's own doing, so they can't escape this. We have to bring up the fact that there are multiple players who have been suspended for a full year for smoking marijuana. We have yeah. we have to bring that up, right? Because yeah. it's always a barometer of like, this is your priorities, right? Like marijuana versus like sexual assault, domestic abuse, like all these things. Not not the best look for the NFL. Yeah, it's yeah, and this one seems and, like a yeah. a very easy just suspend it and like, just get it over yeah. with, give them the big one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they, and, and you know, uh, just, and we won't spend much time on this, but the other, the other thing I have to wonder is like, you know, two things I wonder about one is his profile and position impacting that like, like, like high profile quarterback. Is that impacting totally. their decision-making yeah. and two, and I think this is also the NFL to blame here is the fact that he was already traded impacting that as well. Like, like, that a team went out and traded a bunch of stuff for him, right? So now does oh, the NFL so they don't, they don't want to like punish now? they don't want to punish the Browns the, the team, for right. making that trade. Right. And the NFL should have acted or or advised teams that they were going to act like, you know, that you know, I, I don't know how that all goes down, but you know, the Browns decide to trade for this guy and give up a lot for him. And then this happens. Like, I don't know. It, it's all very murky, but you know, they probably traded for him thinking that he might play the whole season. Right. And, and it's like that was probably a dumb move, but they're the Browns. So I guess that's not surprising. So, yeah. The Browns are, um, <laughs> they can't catch the Browns break. will end up completely irrelevant for even longer than they were going to be. I think, which is crazy. They've been irrelevant for yeah. a long time. Yeah. Yeah. But, and you know, the, I bet you there's a bunch of Browns fans that just wish that they had rode with Baker and like, you know, Baker's not, not great, but he certainly yeah. had the Browns more interesting than they had been with any past quarterback, you know? Yeah. So, um, mm. so there you go. Sad day. Anything else on those football topics? No, I'm excited for regular no. season football. Yes, same, same. Last topic on sports before we move on, just a quick little hitter here. Uh, while I was away on the cruise ship, actually, uh, news broke. Massachusetts sports gambling has been legalized. You bitch. <laughs> I, I knew it. Yep, it has been legalized. Now, it's not like, you know, it takes time. It's not like you can just go tomorrow and like go to the casino. There's a bunch of stuff that needs to be rolled out, but not really uh, has uh, been it, legalized. In Florida, it happened like that. The money. Yeah, I'm telling you, the money. There's enough money to get it. The money they talks need to get for it football season. Fast. Yeah. yeah. And, and like, so, so, you know, one of the one of the representatives said, like, they're looking forward to getting it ready for football season. And another was trying to pump the brakes, saying, like, you know, hold on, like, this is going to take a few months. Like, so we'll see what it really takes. But um, is it the um, only? online like through the app or do you have to go to the casino uh as far as i know that it will be eligible for DraftKings, FanDuel, and casino licenses i believe wow. um so so like so WinBet is the like uh win is the is the yeah, um company that has the casino in boston as well as i think plain ridge and there's one more uh uh mgm springfield maybe i think um What's so as far as massachusetts, in, in massachusetts casinos uh well, Encore Boston Harbor uh, is no, the what's new big the one. The old, the old big one. Uh, I think it's Plain Ridge Park, but um, oh, there's the the one that everyone goes to. It's not the Hard Rock. It's the uh, I'm not sure. M- so there's up. MGM Springfield, I, I think, and then Encore Boston Harbor and Plain Ridge, uh, and then there, there's Twin River and Mohegan Sun. 
which Maybe are not thinking Massachusetts. Maybe thinking of Mohegan Sun. What's, yeah, what's... Mohegan Sun's close. Uh, Foxwoods, too, in Connecticut. Foxwoods, that's what I'm thinking yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, Where's yeah. Where's Foxwoods? Foxwoods. Connecticut, Connecticut. Oh, so, that's but, but I mean, but you bring up those points. Like, all of those places had legalized sports gambling. So, it's about time that Massachusetts uh, stepped up and did it. The only caveat, uh, no in-state college sports betting. So, you can't blessing bet on in disguise. BC. I cannot bet on BC. Blessing that's huge in disguise. For you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's, that's huge for you and Rob. That's big. <laughs> it's actually weirdly um, like a smart thing to do. But you can bet yeah. on like what if so you 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 can bet on like Virginia Tech versus Florida State. Yep. But not Florida State versus Boston College. Correct. Yeah. What about and, and you, what about when yeah, Boston College plays at Florida State? The so that you still can't bet on that. However, if Boston College plays, as I, as I understand it, the way it was worded, if Boston College is playing in like the college football playoff or uh, March Madness, God willing, if Boston College can ever play in a March Madness when? game. Don't you mean when, when they play? <laughs> when, uh, that you can bet on. So if they're participating in a national tournament, uh, it is, I believe that was the wording, national tournament, um, you could place bets on them. So if it was NCAA hockey championships or whatever, anything that's a national tournament. So I assume college football playoff would count as that as well, which we will obviously be in. Um, Clearly. So, so, uh, so there you go. But huh. uh, otherwise, though, college betting of all all other kinds, out of state, and all professional betting are good to go. So, uh, big news, big news. We've been waiting for that for a while. So that's huge. Um, I'm very jealous. So I may, go. I may. Yeah. Well, we'll talk after this. I'll give you a call. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I don't Sounds want anything good. recorded that I'm going to regret. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, all right, so that ends the sports topics and brings us into the next part of the show, which is <gasps> from the audience. All right, so, uh, so good. time for the DMs. Just su- such an upgrade, such an upgrade. <laughs> um, so we have four questions today um, from three different people. Uh, and although you're going to have to advise me on the second one. Yes, so, I will um, handle that. <laughs> so, question, so question one uh, comes from Kat. And the question is, are swimming pools just big cups? What is, what is your thought? <laughs> so, no, no. The question is, <laughs> I don't like this one. But <laughs> the answer is no. Um, okay. Is a tub a big cup or is a swimming pool just a big tub? Big like tub, where, yeah. Is a swimming yeah. pool just a big tub? That's, you're more like, you're, you're going to get me there. You're more likely to get right. me there. Right, Well, what about, what about like a circular above ground one though? It's or, also or is a it bowl? It's, it's bowl shaped. So it's bowl shaped, right. Is a, is a, mm. is a cup a small swimming pool? No, <laughs> incorrect. <laughs> That's no, a good point. Right. So good- <laughs> it definitely doesn't it definitely doesn't go the opposite direction. Right. So, right. Right. That's it. That's is that important? That is <laughs> well, it, it, it could be one of those like, you know, uh, you know, all apples are fruits, but not all fruits are apples, right? So like I like the reverse might not seal the deal, but that is a that is a compelling argument to make the reverse yeah. argument. <laughs> yeah. Are there any are there any cups that are swimming pools? I don't think so. I'd be honest. That is a good point. So. I don't think so either. But <laughs> we could be we could be wrong. So if if anybody knows of one, you can submit one. I'm gonna um, uh, I'm gonna say no because I think I'm with you. Because I don't think a tub is a cup, and 
here's the thing. Right. I think part of the definition of a cup is that you can drink out of it. Or or at least that you can hold it, right? Yes. So here's a bowl. Or, but, but yes, yeah, yeah. So yeah. is a bowl a cup? No, because you don't drink. Well, I guess you can drink out of a bowl, but you, you can, don't. But, but yeah, you don't. It's purpose. It's purpose. It's purpose, right. 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 A cup's right. purpose is to hold water right. likely to be drunk. It's 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 right. first priority purpose. Right. I yeah, agree. I think I'm sticking with that. I agree. That. I agree. I like that. I like that. Yeah. All right. So there you go. There's your answer definitively. Yep. So. Sorry. No. It's the answer. <laughs> um, all right. So this next one's submitted by me, Steve. Okay, that's what I thought, but Steve, that's what I thought. Of, but, yeah. yeah, okay. okay. Of, of Derek and Steve. The, the, yeah, there is no rule that me. says that you can't submit a question. And here we are. Um, <laughs> this came. A, uh, this happened to me at work, and I just kind of had a moment where I was like, mm-hmm. what the heck? Yeah. Number. You know the word number? I do know the word number. Do you know that what numbers are? You know numbers? I do, yes, yes. Why is number abbreviated in in writing as N O and then the number. N-O Why is the word number dot, br- yeah. br- abbreviated N O? And I'm sure I could Google it. And I'm sure it's because it was used to be Latin. Yeah. But it's dumb and I hate it. I agree. But it's like, so especially, normal. Especially. Like, and, and and so I have a feeling that this goes to some but like I'm gonna make a sports analogy because why not? We, we sure. already left the sports section. We can do it. There, there are things sometimes in baseball, right, that we get a little bit annoyed about because we're like, why are people so insistent on being traditionalist and like not changing, right? Like yeah. why, right? So I'm going to compare this to one of those scenarios because you baseball. know what? You know what is literally on your keyboard right now and is a single character and is used in tons of places? Numbers. A sign to abbreviate the word number. Yeah. There, there's a sign for it. Like there's a symbol that we've already determined is to to identify that something is a number. And we do use that, but like we don't abbreviate it. I know. And you. Like, no, I know. That's, that's my point. We have a thing we can use for that. But instead, yeah. because of some old Latin word or something, because before that symbol existed, people used to do N-O dot. Yeah. We use it for some reason. I hate and it. And people, prob- people probably think it's fancier or something. You know? Yeah. I'm like, right. Like, I'm doing formal legal writing and I'm writing. Exactly the scenario I would think. Yeah. N-O dot five. N-O dot. I'm like, this is dumb. N O yeah, doesn't sound be, no, it doesn't have the same sound. No is not number. Number, yeah, number. no. Number. <laughs> Stupid. The first person probably said it. That's probably how they pronounced it. That's probably why it says that. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. So anyway, I just thought of that, and so, it bugged me, and I had to had to get your opinion. There you go. There you go. So, the answer to the question is, I have no idea. For it's why is, is so easily Google Googleable. I'm sure. Oh, yeah. of it. And I won't. Someone's do it. probably already looked it up. Someone. I don't want to know. I want to hate yeah. it. I'd rather yeah. hate it. Then know the I answer. Agree. Then have a reasonable explanation for it. Right. I agree. Correct. <laughs> um, all right. So there's the second question. Next two questions <laughs> both come from Teddy. Yeah. So uh, the, there's a summer vibe to these two questions, Love which it. is good because because we've we've been talking about summertime sadness. Let's get some summertime happiness. So Teddy asks, "What are your favorite ways to cool off?" Just you know, Teddy. Just, I just <laughs> love a, an ice cool cold popsicle. Yeah. Hot, yeah. Popsicle is good. Um, this uh, is a good question because it's very yeah. hot where we are. Um, yep. I, I'm uh, here's a hot take. Are you ready for a hot yep. take? Hot, yes, yes. For the for the cool off question, let's for get a cool hot off take. question. I don't want this to ruin my reputation, oh, but man. I'm not a big jump in a pool when you're hot guy. Hmm. Everyone's like, oh, nothing like a summer day, just jump in a pool. I'm not a big pool guy. I like pools, but I'm not like 
that's not what I associate summer cooldowns with. Right. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, so to clarify, you you don't like you were just using a figure of speech when you said jump, right? This isn't the act of like jumping. You just mean in general going into a pool. Correct. You're not like the biggest. Okay, yeah. I didn't know if you like. I feel like the the standard answer to this is what like what's your favorite way to cool off on a hot summer day? Going cold pool. That's like going a pool. Right, like do the pool, yeah, that, no, do the summer. That was definitely one of the things I would have mentioned. Right. Or the beach. Sure. I, I like the beach better yeah. than pool, but I agree I for this purpose. I agree. Yeah. Uh, but I'm going to say, and it kind of bleeds into the next question. But I think a, I think a popsicle or some sort of like snow yeah. cone or ice cream yeah. is the best way to do it. Yeah, best way. I mean, th- this will also sound kind of dumb, but like when you're talking about the really like you know you're it's 98, like it's humid, it's the summer, like. I don't even know if this counts because it's so obvious and and basic, but like just literally walking into air conditioning. Oh yeah, is like you, you get the just chills. incredible, yeah. right? You like when you have that like actually chilling air conditioning from that like ninety eight humid into that like that the moment that you walk through like an invisible curtain that you can feel it, right? Yeah. That's like I mean I know that's the most basic answer. Like, I'd, what are your favorite ways to cool off? To, uh, go into go inside where it's air conditioned, like sure, but like. It's true. Also, it's one of the I ways. did I did learn this trick in Italy. I don't know if it's true, but our tour guide who has done hot Italian tours for years and years and years mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. said the best way to cool off when you're outside and you don't like have access mm-hmm. to a pool or anything is if you have cold water, pour it on your wrists, like on, on your, your wrist, your, yeah. on your forearm, your wrist and your forearm. Yeah. Get them as pour it for like a couple seconds each because it cools down the blood and then the blood travels throughout mm-hmm. your body. Do you remember? One of our BC classmates was working for a company that made a wearable that was meant to regulate oh, your temperature in that way. Yes. Do you remember this? Yes. It was called That's Ember. Right. Ember something. That's right. It was right. like Ember Labs or something like that. Yes. And it was, it was that's a, that was the concept. It was on your wrist, on the inside of your wrist. Yeah. And it would cool or warm. And wow. it would not actually cool or warm your body temperature, but it would, like apparently on that wrist, it like has the perception of cooling you down or warming you up. And so that, wow. that tracks with that. And I, I've heard the like ice cube on your wrist or something like that. Yeah. So yeah, the, your tour guide was, was on to Whoa. something. You just unlocked I don't some know secret if, memories in my brain. Yeah. I don't know if that, I don't think that that company ever I don't went think it anywhere, worked. but <laughs> they, were, they were onto this. I don't know if it's true, but. but they were onto something. So. Yeah. So there you go. Some, yeah. there's an old, uh, there's a tip. Tip there you involved go. in Cold the, water uh, on the wrist. Um, cold, cold water, water on, the wrist. on the wrist. Um, all right. So that was part one of Teddy's question. Now his second question is also summer themed and relates with cooling down and maybe is the best way to cool down uh, with the devastating news uh, regarding Choco Taco. Please provide your top five ice cream truck snacks. So first ice of all, truck snacks. So he definitely means confirmed like confirmed ice cream truck selections. I assume he's talking yes, about. not, they don't right. really have snacks. Yeah. <laughs> what, like popcorn and the chips that you can get. <laughs> um, so first of all, devastating news about Choco Taco. Terrible like, news. Horrible and here's, news. Here's the thing. And and tell me if you if you agree with this. When that happened, everyone in the entire world said, "Oh no, that sucks." Yep. I haven't had a Choco Taco in ten plus years, <laughs> but I I would like one, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I said that to myself, and I'm like, everyone I'm, yep. I've, is there anyone who eats Choco Tacos? No, clearly because they're gone. But they love them. Yeah. But, but so so why though? Like why why do they love them but not eat them? Yeah. Right. It's so a here, to me. There's a very obvious answer. Of the solution to this problem, right? Mm-hmm. Like they, they're they're not making Choco Tacos anymore. Great. You know what they should do? They should have to give up the rights, like give up the trademark rights, and like they're not making them anymore. Give it up. You know who would Let gladly take else. the rights? Taco Bell. 
Hakobo oh, would gladly so take the rights. So true. Like they will do anything. They will make any partnership that's, with anyone. That's a good point. They need to save the Choco Taco. So that's Taco all I'm saying. Taco Bell. Who knew we'd get a Just, secret Taco Bell news? <laughs> <laughs> it, it, we had to throw it in there. I mean, yeah. they have to. So anyway, good that's, idea. that's our two, two cents on Choco Taco. So- uh, top can five I, is a lot. Like I'm I didn't gonna have say, can we just head, do one? Can we just do? do yeah, sure. Favorite? Yeah. <laughs> um, I pulled up the the. If you Google the picture, it's like. Oh okay. It brings back childhood memories immediately. It's just like the the side of every yep. ice cream truck. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So here's here's my hot take. I've got. I'm gonna say a few things. This and this is all I'm gonna say. Okay. Push pops. Push yeah. pops are wildly. Mm-hmm underrated yeah the like flintstones like peel the top off and just push yeah. it on up i agree with that so underrated that. so that's close to my top um mm-hmm. creamsicle love a creamsicle creamsicles yep. it's yep. not for everybody but it's up there maybe it's called the dream sickle it's orange yeah 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 orange and cream and any anything that has a bubble gum for an eyeball mm-hmm. is yes. so yes. good yes and uh, um, pictures, uh, the, yeah. That's my top three. I can't put them in any order, but any face with an eyeball for whatever reason, yep. that is the yep. or any any face with a gumball. It's the best yep. gumball piece of gum you've ever had. Yes. I don't know. So why. I'm wholeheartedly on the same page with that. Uh, the pictures I'm seeing all like the most common one I'm seeing is the Sonic one, which was obviously good. Yeah. In my head, the Ninja Turtle one stands out, like yep. like the Ninja that's Turtle classic. with the two gumball eyes. Uh, so that's definitely like at the top there. Another one that I, I agree with your choices. The other one I have to throw in though is the strawberry shortcake. Um, oh, you totally, like you totally would pick that stick. one. Like that one is delicious. That it's probably the so only good. one on there that I'm like, I could go. That sucks. <laughs> what is the, well, what is yeah. the weird crusty mold on the outside of the shortcake? I don't know what it is. Pop- I yeah, don't know what it is. I don't think disgusting. I want to. I don't think I want to know what it is, but it tastes good. So it's like, it's like barnacles. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't, it could be, but it didn't. If they, if it is, they softened them and, and they taste good. It's so. the only one of the, the the ice creams that is covered in a non ice cream. It's weird. that is true. That is true. Well, except for the cho- something that's covered in chocolate. But well, yeah. Um, so there you go. I also love the chip, which like the the chocolate chip cookie ice cream sandwiches. But those aren't typically my play at an ice cream truck, though. But they're they're good. So. That's hilarious that you picked strawberry yeah. shortcake because yeah, it was literally. If the I was one. like, what's a Derek pick? I would pick that because yeah. it's so weird. And you like weird stuff. <laughs> Hey, we'll see it. We'll see if people agree with me. Send in a message if you agree with me. Hmm. So, or if you don't, so, or if you don't, or if you don't, or if you vehemently disagree. Yeah. So, um, so there you go. There's the DMs. Thank you to uh, Cat, Steve, and Teddy for sending in questions. And yes, Steve gets equal weight in the thanks because he submitted a great question. So, okay. um, so that brings us into our last segment before the final drive, which is cozy, cozy book corner. All right, so uh, so Steve, Dare. I have bypassed the train sound effect because we, we had a discussion, and the train is not relevant anymore. No, um, you've ne- I don't think you've ever been on a book train to be honest. But think- but if you listen closely, just listen listen closely. Steve can't hear it right now, but I think the people listening will be able to hear it after I put it in. That <laughs> what you hear. That's the sound of of not the book train because the book train never actually existed. It was a figment of our imagination. But it's the book coaster the the, the, the book, book roller coaster. coaster the book coaster 
which Love starts it. and stops and goes up and down and goes fast and slow and has no rhyme or reason to it. But Love it. It is, it is taking off again, right? You are so and right. So, you are on a yeah. book coaster. I'm on the book train. <laughs> You're on the book train. You have you are an actual book train with some cadence and some stops. I'm on and the book. Snow- I'm on the book Snowpiercer train, <laughs> where it just goes around the world forever. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so uh, with the book wow. coaster uh, in full effect right now, we have one of those rare cozy book corners where I have two books and you have one. Uh, however, one of my two books you have also read and talked about on this podcast. So, so we each have um, one point five. We each have one point five exactly. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, First, we'll go with the one that I read longest ago at the beginning of our hiatus, which is One Good Deed by David Baldacci. Have you read any David Baldacci stuff? He's no, got like but a I know the books. name. Yeah, Probably name. one of those authors that like doesn't even really write all of them and uses an alias because like he's got a gazillion of them. Um, but uh, this is the first in a series uh, that is set in like 1950. Uh, the main character's name is Archer, and he's sort of like a he's he's well, he just came out of prison for something he didn't, he didn't do. And it's uh, basically a crime mystery uh, genre. Uh, it's like a mur- it's sort of I don't want to call it a murder mystery because it doesn't have that like murder mystery vibe to it. But it essentially is a murder mystery where he kind of stumbles into a crime and like is not the police officer or the investigator, but is like ex-military and sort of is caught up in the middle of everything and ends up kind of being on the case. And he's kind of like one of those rogue like characters that, you know, is trying to, you know, solve everything and he's a bit of an anti-hero right mm. um so pretty standard uh, I'm, I'm trying to pull up uh goodreads to see if i can remember what i gave it uh because there was some controversy with my rating for oh it. this was hilarious uh, this is a great <laughs> this is something we should talk about i do remember this so yeah so let me let me pull up the review i'm kind I of embarrassed for you <laughs> so you know I've, I've had time to reflect and i and you know maybe on the podcast i'll officially like revoke you know, the, what, what caused the controversy, but so here we go. I have it up here. Uh, I'll quickly just, uh, uh, see if I can give the rating. Uh, so I, know I, gave it it, I remember what it is. I gave it 76 Derek dragon fruits and I labeled that certified Pattaya at the time, um, <laughs> yes. which, which so you know, for, four stars, four stars, ex- it's a good book. I, I like explain it. Explain what certified Pattaya is for the new listeners. Certified Pattaya is the equivalent of certified guac. Um, so, uh, which is the equivalent of certified fresh. <laughs> yeah. um, so it's it's weird that certified guac was actually what was the source of truth in my mind. But yeah. so, th- you know, Rotten Tomatoes rates movies. Uh, they have ratings, right? And when something is certified fresh, it is like, I don't know what the c- number cutoff is on Rotten Tomatoes, but it's, you know, pristine. It, it's got the seal yeah. of approval from Rotten Tomatoes, right? Yeah. Uh, so Steve has Steve Nicholas Avocados. That's his rating system, similar to Rotten Tomatoes. And when something is certified, it is certified guac. Um, and so for me, we had to come up with something years ago that was going to be my rating system and not many things started with the letter D. So we went with Derek dragon fruits and I was like, well, what do you make with dragon fruits? And the answer ended up being patayas, pataya colada. It was at one point what it was, but pataya is like, I love that it, it spiral, you know, it's like when you, (laughs) when you drop like a piece like ink into a paper and it bleeds away and the further you get away, the like hazier it gets like, that's kind of where Pattaya Colada is. That's absolutely where it is. And so I trimmed off the Colada because I'm like, you know what? Pattaya is a thing. So we're going to go with Pattaya, certified Pattaya. Um, And then some, for some reason, like I, I rated this book. And so, so let me give you the, the first thing I need, I needed to say is that I, I made the realization to myself, like I, like 
I can't give everything five stars that I like. You know, like I can't just go five right. stars because I like. You have it, to be right? ruthless out there. You, you need to be ruthless and really reserve the five stars for the books that you love, right? Right. And so I didn't. You know, I I liked this book a lot, so I gave it four stars. And I remember a previous time that you had made a comment about my number rating versus the star, and I forget what the comment was, but I was like trying to equate it, where it's like, you know, if you gave an eighty, for example, that would that equates to four out of five, right? So it's like that would be 80, star, 80 yeah. uh, four logic, stars, right? Your logic brain just had- Just takes over, right? Yeah. And so I gave this 76, which rounds to four stars. Like I'm fine with that part of it. But I, I labeled it certified Pattaya for some reason. And I think I might need to change my cutoff to be 80, uh, 80 at least 80. At <laughs> 85, least you think? 80. 85. Let's call it 85. 85 so- is my new cutoff. So I am revoking the certified Pattaya. Okay, It's good. a good book. But I'm revoking hereby. Yeah, certified, certified is like you could rate things five stars and not give them certified. You know, real. So I don't know if I could. Like, uh, but I, I understand. I understand the premise. Yes. I understand the premise. But for certified me, certified is reserved. Star, yeah. Yeah. Right. 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 Okay. Okay. You. You. you I, I, I mean, you I was new, feeling more generous. I was feeling more the, generous. You you're know? on the coaster. It's going up and down. Your your, right. your and stomach's the, in the your co- chest. You know, you know? The, it's rust. There's there's some rust when a, when a roller coaster sits for that long. It's it rained a few true. times, right? So right. I think uh, so. There's a little bit of rust. Um, so there you go. And I'm realizing now that I made the same mistake on my other review. So we're gonna have to we're gonna have to debrief and, and figure this out. You can't we'll, just we'll certify stuff because you read it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, not like this is certified. I finished it. Certified Pattaya. That is true. So I think that I might be revoking my certifieds, but we'll see. I might keep it for the second one. So, uh, so there you go. One good deed. Great book. Do you want to go next, or do you want me to continue on? I'm going to go next, Eric. You're done. You're cut off. (laughs) Um, Sea of Tranquility by Emily St. John Mendel. She's solidified herself as one of my favorite authors. Um, Author of Station Eleven. Author of The Glass Hotel. And now Sea of Tranquility. Just. If you've read all three books, you you appreciate it even more because she she writes like um kind of like half sci-fi, half spooky. There's always this like air of eeriness set in the real world type stuff. Mm-hmm. Um and the story's really good, really unique. It's a I don't want to give too much away, but um it's I won't say anything. I'll just say it's a it's a very unique kind of like Blake Crouchy type story, just okay. without all the detail. It's less about the weird sci-fi aspect and more about the interpersonal relationships and just she glazes over really important things in, in, in important ways. Um, great writer. And she connects all the books. So I listened to a, an interview with her. Each book will have characters from the other um, other books that she's written but living different lives because she's big into like, there are alternate universes. Your choices matter in each of my books. These are the same people who have made a different choice in their life. So there's this like big billionaire in one book who gets arrested in the last book and his, he's rots in jail. And in the new book he has escaped to, and just in passing, he's not a big important character, but he's referenced Mm -hmm. as living a different life. And you're like, Oh, I know that guy. And he's the mm-hmm. same guy. He's doing the same thing, but a different outcome. It's just, she's a genius in the way that she's writing like two books at once. You know, she's right. writing for all these different characters, but also the story itself. So long way of saying, beautiful book, really quick read. I read it in three days. Highly recommend it if you're just looking for a really solid kind of sci-fi, kind of, uh, emo- not emotional, but touching, mm-hmm. um, 
touching read. Really well written. Read it in a day. Sea of Tranquility. I think I gave it 88 Steve Nicholas avocados. I didn't. I noticed just now I didn't certify it. Mm, okay. So eighty eight percent not certified guac. Right. Well, so but certified guac is, is is rarefied air. So correct. I mean, yeah. So and, and I think that's just my subconscious saying, you know, it's great, yeah. but not given I the can't review you just gave. Yeah. Given the review you just gave, um, I am going to with this last one. I'm going to revoke my certified. Uh, okay. just 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 for right now. Um, so there you go. Sea of Tranquility. Uh, eighty eight, but just short of certified. But sounds like sounds like you still heavily recommend the book. Totally. So. Yes, um, definitely recommend it. And worst case scenario, so. it's a super quick read. And right. It's not, very not easy. Like here. It's a page turner. You'll love it. Yeah. Nice. There you go. So uh, last book, you've talked about it on this podcast before. I think you had specifically told me that I would like it when you read it. Um, yeah. Piranesi I love this by Susanna Clark. So yeah. this book is super weird. Super like, weird. It's, it's a super, super weird book. Um, the... Uh, you know, like you had said in your review, I think when you reviewed this at the time, you almost don't want to say anything about it because at it's all. like you, you don't want to give anything away, right? Yeah. Which in a way is already now like putting your alert up as a reader for like, yeah. well, what what do you Did mean? you guess anything you know? or? Uh, I had inklings. Uh, I, mean, I mean, I certainly had inklings about j- probably just because of the fact that I had, like, you know, hearing you say it, seeing some of the just high level reviews of like, you know, it's not what you think it is, right? So like, I think you start to wonder about stuff, but I didn't like yeah. nail anything. Like I, I didn't like, um, be like, I, I didn't end up having like a, Oh, so, so that was it. Like kind of a super predictable. Yeah. I will say some of the things I think I was a little underwhelmed with the way that it ended up. Um, yeah. which I, it sounded like you didn't quite have, you weren't really underwhelmed. I think it sounded like you really, I like, love, but I mean, about I, it. I think I went into it thinking some, I went into it actively thinking it was something different. It was I truly thought, like, yeah, I thought I was, I, was, I don't like want to even a, say what I was about to say. <laughs> I'll just say, I thought I was thinking, like, um, do you know uh, Circe or um, Song of Achilles or one of these ancient Greek no, but like, I, retellings? I know. Yeah. I thought it was this, yeah. that's what this was going to be. I thought this was yeah. a ancient Greek gods and this yeah. and that. And I was like, what the, what? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so I so, was, so I what, think I was yeah. off the trail and I came right, back on sure. and was excited about the trail. Yeah, for sure. And so, and so I was a little bit on the trail from the beginning, uh, just like knowing something was up, but not really being able to piece it together. Still, nonetheless, like super easy read, super interesting read. And like, you know, just basically, if you, once you start embracing the weirdness of it, it becomes way more readable. Like if yeah. you, if, if from the first page, if you try to like, you know, get your notebook out and like right, make sense of it, of, yeah. draw a sketch of the world that, that, that the main character's in, then stop reading it. You know, like totally. if you're going to approach it that way, you have but to if go you just in kind being of, like, as soon as you say like, oh, sh- this all this shit doesn't matter. Like the, the so how, numbers where, of the where rooms is that and the, in relation yeah. to that, like, no, no, right. don't, don't, don't worry about it. if you read this book, don't worry about that yeah. and just read the book and you'll really enjoy it. I think if you, if you accept that quickly, right. Cause if you don't, you'll be two thirds of the way through the book and you will be like still trying to figure out where things are. Right. Yeah. That is and not the point of this book. <laughs> and it doesn't know? make sense, but it's kind of the point, you know, it's all. Yeah. That, right. Know. Right. Exactly. I like so, that book. Yeah, it's good. so overall I gave it 84%. Derek Dragonfruit, which is a great score. I certified it, but I am going to revoke that based on that you just gave an even more rave review of a book and didn't certify it. So I'm still learning the 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 bur- the uh, the barometer for certifying. It's your thing. You know? It's your thing. It you is. Do, you totally. do what you need no, no, to I do, agree. but I think you I think you've made the right decision. I don't want to. I don't want to create a pitaya inflation situation. <laughs> you know, so like true. so. So <laughs> like like I'm trying to fight inflation here. You don't want to lower the value my... of pitayas. You know, <laughs> exactly, exactly, right. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. So, uh, so there you go. Eighty four percent dragon fruits. I second Steve in recommending the book, uh, but revoke the certified label just for now. So, so there you go. 
There you go. Good. There's, there's good, a good there's reviews. a jam packed. What are you reading right now? Cozy book corner. Uh, the Last Kingdom, oh, which the, the uh, is show. the show. Uh, but the books uh, provide so there's like twelve books. Like I'm not sure if I'm gonna dive you know all the way into the series, but the yeah. first one so far is good. The it, it's kind of like it, it really predates the show in a way. Like I, I might not be out of the first episode of the show yet, and I'm like halfway through the book. Like so so the 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 first season of the show covers books one and two. So it's like it's kind of like a much slower build on the yeah. uh, on the book side of things. But it is interesting to get that different perspective and like the better kind of like um, background and like setting of of you know, ninth century England and like how, how things were. Right. So it's, yeah. it's definitely, it's a good historical fiction, but I don't know if I'll like go all in with all the books. Like, you know, now that since I've seen the show, there's kind of that element of like waiting for things to happen that you've seen yeah. and it sometimes distracts you, you know? So, so we'll see, but I'm liking it so far. So nice. So there you go. The coaster's still, still on the downslope. So nice. We'll still see. flying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good. Um, so there you go. There's cozy book corner. Um, which brings us to our final drive. So, do you want to go first or do you want to go second? I want to go first, Derek. First. All right. Go Thanks. for it. So, pickleball, Derek. Pickleball. Pickleball. Do you know about yeah. it? Yeah. I know about it, but I, I need a refresher because I, I don't remember everything about it. I honestly thought it was everywhere, but apparently not. It is sweeping Florida. Really? Tennis courts are being bulldozed. Whole complexes are being bulldozed for pickleball like actual like bulldo with a bulldozer yes Yes. with a bulldozer pickleball is basically a combination sport of tennis and ping pong it's a smaller tennis court you still run around it's just smaller and it's a wiffle ball and a a hard paddle Mm -hmm. or or it's it's a pickleball but it's it's for, for comparison reasons it's a it's a wiffle ball Wiffle ball and size, with ball size, and texture, yeah. and holes in it. You know, it, it is like a wiffle okay. ball. Okay, okay. Um, and you play doubles mostly. You can play singles, but most people play doubles. It is all the rage. I've been playing twice a week at six wow. in the morning, and wow. there's there's four courts, and there's they're full. They're full at six in the morning. I show up at six in the morning. I have to wait like three games to play. It's wow. And there's a bunch all over Florida all over Tampa it's if you haven't played I, I'm sure I just heard there's a pickleball bar opening up in Boston go wow. learn the rules it's very easy stay out of the kitchen you gotta stay out of the kitchen um, <laughs> gotta let the the return drop there's a few important rules but otherwise it's just okay. ping pong um, wow it's a lot of fun I think the reason it's blowing up is it's very easy to pick up like yeah old people love it because it's yeah it's not tennis they don't have to run as much and you don't have to hit it probably as far and accurate like as you do in tennis. Totally. Right? Yeah. You, know? you just yeah. kind of make contact. Um, yeah. And people new to the sport, like any, like anyone, like if you've never touched a racket in your life, never played a racket sport in your mm-hmm. life, it's the easiest of them to pick up by far. Right. It's right. a very simple sport with a, you can get very good at it and there can be a high level of difficulty, but the, the baseline is super, super easy. So it is taking mm-hmm. over. I bought pickleball paddles. I bought pickleball shoes. I bought like gear. I'm going to enter a pickleball all league. In. It is, I'm all in. It yeah. is the new thing. And coming from a tennis background, it translates very well. Like yeah. I show up and just like whip the ball. I'm like, oh my gosh, you're so good. I was like, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's just a easier tennis. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it, if, if you haven't played it, try. Like if you hear about it, if like someone wants to play or if you yeah. want to go to the pickleball bar, I Give recommend it, it. It's fun and it's, you, you're, 
you're going to be on the ground floor of a sport that's blowing up. So. There you go. Pickleball, Derek. All Pickleball. Right. Get in. Get in while it's hot. You know. And I got a funny story, really quick. Um, we were we went to the Bradenton Country Club. Um, just put in a bunch of pickleball courts and. One of our friends was like, oh, I guess I'll go try pickleball. Like, I've been playing tennis my whole life. Everyone's playing. I'll go play. So he goes Sunday morning, a bunch of old guys, like, been playing there for, for a year. He shows up, his first point, he dinks it over the net. This old guy smashes the ball right at his feet and goes by him. And he goes, welcome to pickleball. And he turned around. <laughs> yeah. That's the opening scene of the movie that's going to yeah, be made at some point. <laughs> very welcoming sport, though, overall. Very welcoming yeah. Sport. Nice. There you go. So. So join a pickleball uh, league or tournament or game. You know, get get your feet wet while it's uh, still in its infancy. Get so. your pickle on. There you go. There you go. Get your um, pickle wet. So, <laughs> so my final drive is a quick one. Um, just a little shout out to so so, uh, Steve. Have you ever? Uh, you, you we're not really old enough yet to to have a show, right? That we like loved, and then like enough time passed that we really forget it, like all of it, and you can rewatch it. Yeah. Right. Has that happened to you yet with anything? I mean, just the comedy. It's just like a rewatch yeah, yeah, the office yeah. or rewatch right. the True. this or that. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm doing that right. right now with 24. Uh, 24, which originally aired in 2001. You love 24. I feel like you've talked about 24 a lot on this. No, podcast. not no. I haven't. I don't think yes, so. You have. Yes, I don't think have. so. Lone Survivor. I'll look at the receipts. Lone Survivor. Lone, so so designated Survivor, but that's actually survivor. that's uh, so I didn't keep watching that show, but that actually is what made me like think of it again because like i saw i saw that See, show and i was like oh yeah like i remember you. thinking to myself you're, like that was a good extension you're more predictable than believe, you think Derek. i really don't believe <laughs> i've talked about this more than like once oh but i just um, happen to know the exact connection of why you started <laughs> watching it that's the only connection that's the only connection um but so uh you know so long ago ha- don't remember almost anything as i'm watching it so uh just a little shout out that you know, if you got a show that you loved when you were like in high school or like in you know beginning of college, and you know it's been years since you watched it, give it a try because you might actually forget more than you think and, and re enjoy it. You know, you got a whole a free new run at another show. So, I there you fun go. fact, I never watched Twenty Four. So really, it's, there you I go. Still it's on Hulu. It if you want to watch it, yeah, is it you, worth you a, give it a try? I've heard it's really good. I mean, I think it's I, I think it's worth it. It is a it, it is a different era of TV though when it comes to there are nine seasons of that show. And they're all 24 episodes long. Holy crap. Like, and they're all an hour. Like they're, What? That, I mean, well, because the premise of the show is that each each season oh, is a 24-hour right. hour day. It's, it's in right. real time. The whole thing is in real time. Forgot about and that. so uh, I think it's a very cool element of the show, but it's a lot of episodes. Like, like, if, like It's not like, a, oh, I'll go watch that series in a weekend. Like, no. Yeah. Like, if you want to watch the whole series, that's going to take you a long time. So, um, yeah, But I like it. It's I think it's worth a shot, but... So there you go. It's very, it's very high action. Like it's not like a light watch. You know, it's like you, you know, it's exhausting. Kiefer Sutherland, <laughs> right? He looks so young. He looks like he was like he's like thirty five, like in the in the beginning of the show. So, but uh, so there you go. There's my final drive. So twenty four, nice. Yeah. So anything else before we wrap no, it up? Derek, we're back. All right, we we're are back. back. Took a little hiatus, but we're back. So that's it for episode one sixty three, and we will see you guys next time on 164. Later.